right now is the absolute undomitable, the greatest football player of all time, straight out of Santa Clara, California, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, assisted by his quarterbacks, or not his quarterbacks, but his other teammates, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Antonio Bound, Chris Godwin. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast, the, the greatest video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. I don't know if you know this, but um, New England, before every single football game, they would play Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. No special reason why we're playing tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Washington. One of the worst football teams uh, in the NFL against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One of the best football teams uh, in the league. I'm going to talk about, essentially, I'm going to wrap up today as well, just a little bit. While also casting the game. Ladies and gentlemen, got a great one for you today. Right here. One of more spots. Awesome stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Coming out of, uh, you know, New England, Santa Clara, all that good stuff. So, before, um, you know, we're going to get into some of the other stuff that happened here today, specifically with what happened with Seattle versus uh, the Rams. A quick little disclaimer. If, if you have not listened to my podcast about Seattle versus the Rams, don't. Don't. I disliked being there and watching that game. That was a bad game. That was a terrible game. That's not what you wanted to see, especially from Seattle, where they literally had to go up against two quarterbacks, and they lost to both. So right now, we're going we're gonna to get into that a little bit later on. So right now, I'm watching Washington versus um, Tom Brady, and the theory on Tom is the greatest football player of all time is that he doesn't deal well with pressure. My response to that is that he it's not that he doesn't deal with pressure very well. Hold on. Some weird reason my Hold on. I got to like plug in my second monitor incorrectly. Cuz sometimes it like freaks out. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So, it's not that Tom Brady doesn't deal with pressure well. It's that he doesn't deal with taking sacks very well. And that's essentially what Tom Brady has has, uh, has had to deal with for the last couple of years. Or not in the last couple of years, really. But whenever he, quote-unquote, struggles with certain teams. He just doesn't like to get hit, as does literally every single quarterback in the NFL. Like, they just don't like to get hit. Nobody likes to get hit. Like, as much as quarterbacks will scrape themselves off the turf, uh, they never want to be there in the first place. So right now, Tom Brady is having to go up against one of the quote-unquote best front fours in the entire NFL. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, just in case if you're wondering, it's 12 minutes, 48 seconds into the first, 
and they're already inside the red zone. <laughs> just, just in case if you're wondering um, how – oh, wait. He, uh, I was like, okay, that's weird. I was like, just uh, – like he, he threw a ball. He, he threw like in the back of the end zone, and he got hit on the, uh, you know, on the play, on like the first play inside the red zone. <clears throat> Excuse me. For some weird reason, I just got something in my throat. I apologize for that. So just in case if you're wondering just how well it's going for Washington, it's not going well at all. They are getting obliterated um, offensively by the, the I was about to say the New England Patriots or some version of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mixed in with the New England Patriots or whatever. Yeah, Washington isn't very good. And, you know, I keep on, I kept on hearing it for like the entirety of the week. I was like, none of you watched Washington. None of you watched. None of you saw how badly their secondary is. And then on top of that, none of you also can admit that uh, that Washington played up against a lot of bad quarterbacks this year in the NFC, specifically um, Carson Wentz, who they, I mean, they just ran ramshack against him. Andy Dalton and Daniel Jones, who's not bad. I think he's good. I think he needs a little bit of help. Um, Andy, not Andy Dalton, Dal- uh, Daniel Jones, excuse me. I think he needs a little bit of help. There he is, Antonio. He's not going to throw it to Antonio. He's got, um, he's just going to throw it in the back of the end zone. All right, on third down. Sorry about that. I was watching the play. I was watching one of the Tom Brady's plays. Sorry about that. But everybody kept on telling me, 24, Washington's a good football team. They're a good football team. They got a lot of pass rush, blah, 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 right? Good football team, a lot of pass rush, whatever. And I was astonished by people saying that because I was like, listen, like their front four, yeah, it's it's nothing to be trifled with. It, it, you know, they, they got all, like four first round draft picks on the front four, but it doesn't mean that they are something to be feared. Their secondary is atrocious. Did you like I was watching this the series, right? I was, I was as I was doing my intro, by the way, they went up and down the football field against Washington, running the football, throwing the football. In like three to four minutes. Like it's 11.49 right now. And yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. And they would have loved to have scored a touchdown. But making the score three to zero isn't necessarily that bad. So what does this mean exactly for Washington as the night goes on? Well, Tampa Bay's defense is actually really, really, really good. It is. And Tampa Bay is going up against a team that is really, really bad offensively. And their defense, which is their strongest point, could not stop Tom Brady. They got pressure on him. He got, he got hit like twice, which is not what he wants to do. He has to get the ball out quick. That was a great drive by the Bucks, And it was a lot of like over-the-middle throws. It was a lot of... Um, in breaking routes is quick passes. And you know this because they've been practicing it all weekend and all week because they're like, okay, we got to go up against Washington. We got to get the ball in and out of Tom's hands. And we got to make sure that we don't have any long developing throws in plays. That's exactly what they did. And lo and behold, they go up and down the field on Washington. This isn't going to be a close game, ladies and gentlemen. I'm expecting this game to be over with by the third quarter to realistically the second half. I'm expecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get into the three-score range by the second half. 
Washington beat up on a lot of bad teams this year, offensively and defensively. Cowboys, the uh, the Eagles, the Giants. And now you're going to get to see that on national television. Or you're going to get to experience my pain on national television as well. So, by the way, after you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they go up and down the football field on Washington. Up and down the football field on Washington. Washington then ran the football with Antonio Gibson. That didn't work. They lost four, uh, four, four yards on the play. And then they have, I think, a tight end running like a seam route. And he was wide open. He found a gigantic hole in Tampa Bay's defense. And Heineke just put the ball on him, and it should have been a 50-yard gain. Dropped the pass. Incomplete. Third and 14. Heineke in the shotgun, deep drop back, looks over the middle. It's caught. Terry McLaurin. Ringing out. Hmm. Tom Brady and company, they get to do what they just did once again. Let's see it. All right. Tom. Takes his sweet time getting back on the football field. Hold on. They're, they just went to commercial as soon as the Bucks series was supposed to start. Let me fast forward. Bo, 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 bo. They're showing Brian Leftwich and Jack Del Rio. I have no idea why. Oh, yeah, because they're going up against each other. Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator for the Washington football team. Brian Leftwich, OC for the Bucks. So, first play from scrimmage. They got the 20-something yard line of Tampa. They try and run it with Fournette. And they don't get any yards. They actually lose yards. Montez Sweat kind of came in on the pressure, on the initial pressure, and Tampa Bay loses two yards. That's not good. Tom on his glove and wrist watch or play, play call sheet on his wrist. On looking, the Washington football team. Oh, they're at the 29-yard line of of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Empty set, Brady, deep drop back, quick pass over the middle. It's caught Chris Godwin. His wide receivers can catch and one first down Tampa Bay. By the way, big shout out to Mike Evans playing in his first playoff game. I was so excited. I was so I was so worried for him because I was like, you know, I wanted to see him play. I wanted him to play because he's such a great wide receiver. He's been so great for so long and he's so underrated because of where he plays and who he plays, plays for and I mean, the Bucs have been terrible primarily because of Jameis Winston and the organization. And, you know, they got Bruce Arians, who I liked initially, uh, the hiring, even though I disagree sometimes with some of the play calling, which seems to be better, especially in this game. And then on top of that, um, they also got Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown, the uh, the Bucks. But, you know, he had had, I, I forgot what the knee injury was, but he had a knee injury. I don't know if it was ever detailed. And he got to play, and he's playing right now. I'm so excited to see him play. I'm, I'm happy and excited for him. I can't wait to see what he's going to do in the next couple of uh, hours for us. Maybe hour. <laughs> like, to be honest, maybe hour, depending on uh, what happens in this game. Yeah, and Washington's defense right now, uh, as big as that front four is, they're kind of getting bullied when it comes to, uh, to yards after catch or just yards after a tackle, after contact, right? After they get touched. 
especially Chase Young. Like, he tackled uh, Leonard Fournette, like the running back for, <clears throat> for Tampa Bay on a run play, like one or two plays ago. And Leonard Fournette took him for a ride for like eight yards. Like, it was not a good sight for Chase Young. He got bullied. Third and four now. They're at like the 47-yard line of Tampa. So they're almost across midfield. Tom Brady, bang, looks. Oh, maybe timeout or encroachment. Yeah, it's it's false start. Or not, maybe false start or delay of game. Boom, there we go. Play clock was at zero. All right, third and nine now. That's not good for Brady, especially because they want to get the ball in and out of his hands. They want to kind of, like, they really haven't thrown it that much. I think they threw it once. Bang, they blitz. Pressure comes, he throws. Incomplete pass for Mike Evans. Coverage was there. Number 25. They get like one first down. And then they get off the field. Yep, there it is right there. Bang. Bang. All right. Tampa Bay's offense comes back onto the football field. Or Tampa Bay's defense, technically. This should not be a long game. They're showing Heineke. Warming up. I think that's Alex Smith who's warming up with them. Or it's somebody else. I can't I can't really tell. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> As I fast forward through more commercials. Alright. So Heineke, first and 10, 14 yard line of Washington throws a sidearm pass to Antonio Gibson. That doesn't work. That's incomplete. Are they going to show something about Heineke? Are they going to talk about Heineke? They're talking about the offense right now. And, um, okay. All right. Apparently, Washington's center is actually pretty good. He's like sixth out of like 37 other players or something like that second and 10 handoff to gibson and he gets maybe four yards third down now Tampa base defense is like a boa constrictor on a wounded animal i mean they just keep squeezing the absolute life out of the washington football team speaking of which what do you think they'll be called I think people want them to be the Washington Wolves. I think. How is he that open? It's Sims again. That Hold on. It's Sims again. Let me, let me talk about this. Sims again finds this just gigantic hole in Tampa Bay's defense for another first down. And it's like, wait, like, how's he that open? Are you in zone or are you in man? It looks like they're in man. And one of the, like... One of the Bucks just, like, let him just run through their defense. Like, two guys were on one guy. I think 24 had 89. 24, wake up, recognize who you're representing. You're representing all of us, all the 24s. And now they're, it's first and 10 inside Tampa Bay's territory. But Antoine Winfield Jr. cleans it up really, really quickly. By the way, big shout-out to Antoine Winfield Jr. He's had an absolutely immaculate season this year. He's been, quite frankly, put one of the best free safeties in the NFL. You know, it kind of sucks that Grant Delpit 
and Xavier McKinney both got hurt this year. But yeah, like Antoine Winfield Jr. has been one of the best football players at his position this year. Now, safety isn't necessarily a coveted position in the league. But yeah, he's been spectacular. He's been anemic. Or not anemic. Um, uh, phenomenal this year. And there we go. First turnover of the game. Going which way do you think it is? It's going Tampa Bay. The ball is tipped in the air. Heineke, they uh, they bring a blitz. The Buccaneers do. Ball's tipped in the air. And then the Bucks, one of the best turnover teams in the NFL, if not the best, just gets an easy turnover. And then, boom, going on the other way. They tapped him down. They're just celebrating. They tapped him down. They tapped him down. 23 Murphy bunting with the INT. Even on a good drive like that, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the worse this game, and the, and the more things that happen like this, the more turnovers that happen, the worse it gets for Washington. They want to run the football. They don't want to throw the football. As I fast forward through the rest of these ads. All right. Here we go. We're showing the Heineke interception again. It's a blitz. The blitzing linebacker gets there. By the way, I think Devin White is on COVID protocol, so he's not playing. A lot of Tampa Bay Buccaneers want to play because, you know, this is the first time I think they've been to the playoffs in a long-ass time. It's 3-0. That's the score. Four minutes, 53 seconds left. Tom Brady in the shotgun. Flank left is the running back. Play action. Going deep. Nobody's open. Coverage was there. Huh. All right. All right. Wait, that's third and 10? What happened on first and 10? I don't know. I think they were trying to set up a screen or something like that. And then it just didn't work. Like, I don't know. I think that's what happened on first and 10. Let's fast forwarding through the game. And I think I skipped part of it. I took like a 20-minute nap. That 20-minute nap did wonders for me. I feel so rejuvenated. After watching that absolute snooze fest of a game with Seattle. Holy smokes. Third and 10, Brady in the shotgun, flanked right. Here we go. Brady, bang. They snap it to him. They rush for again. Brady looks. He fires. It's caught number 10, first down. Austin Miller, I think. I think that's what his name is. Miller, 10, first down. Inside Washington territory. That time, the pressure didn't get there. Like, at all. They're showing Chase Young against the left tackle. I don't know what that is. <laughs> he, like, stopped and then, like, hand fought with him. And then, yep, didn't get there. He touched him. He may have just pushed him just a little bit. Brady, first and 10, new set of downs, handoff to the back. Number 30 for, like, five yards. I can't tell. Like, LaShawn McCoy... He's sick, so I think he's their third back. They have Leonard Fournette, and they have Rojo, Ronald uh, Jones the third, who's fantastic. They got a lot of really, really awesome players. And Tom Brady said something interesting. Oh, it's Keyshawn Vaughn. He's a rookie. Okay, okay, that explains it. So Tom Brady said something interesting. He was being interviewed by one of his former players. Hold on. On second and six, Keyshawn Vaughn again. Maybe three yards. 
Tom Brady said something interesting. He said, you know, like everybody, like um, one, one of his former teammates who works for the NFL Network, he was interviewing him and he was talking about like how talented the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is. And he's like, you know, like, like, um, and he's talking about like how, you know, like expectations and he's supposed to win and stuff like that. And Tom's like, you know, we're a talented team, but like, just because we're talented doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to win football games. You know, we can't just like walk out there and, and win and things of that nature. Like, that's just not how that works. <laughs> it's like i the timing is phenomenal it is fun like as soon as i said that it's third and three it's at the 36 yard line of the washington football team and it's a blown coverage with antonio brown and he, i mean like it's just he's wide open and it's like it's a touchdown and I'm going on a monologue about how, like, Tom Brady is talking about how, like, how, like, <laughs> how, like, just the talent of the team. Like, they have to work hard and stuff like that. You know, they have to go through the pro. Like, he's essentially saying there's just, there's more to a talented football team that wins football games than just being talented. Tell that to Jason Garrett, who thinks that's just the case. But Tom Brady actually is logical. He's like, there actually has to be hard work that's put behind it. Which he's, he's 1,000% right. But the point that I was trying to make here is that, like, Tom – like, I was, I just thought that it was interesting that Tom Brady was talking about, like, talent, the talent of the team. Hold on. He was talking – sorry about that. He was talking about, like, the talent of the team and how great the team was and things of that nature and, and also the hard work that's put behind, you know – the team when it comes to the process week in week out and, and i mean that's just like tom brady 101 like everybody who knows tom brady knows like he's gonna say that and represent that and it's like literally as soon as i say that touchdown and then they block a field goal washington does but again right like everybody said this was going to be a close game and again and it like everyone who said that, I gotta find the clips of people who are talking about how this might be a, a close game. Seriously though, it's not close, bro. Like it really is not fucking close. Like Washington's offense hasn't really been able to stop, or not stop, but um, uh, to to go anywhere on the football field. And then Washington's defense really hasn't been able to stop Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's been a whole lot of fun to watch people say, well, I think this is going to be a close game. It has not been close at all. Except when it comes to 23 and 24, the guys in coverage, man. Goodness gracious, they're getting sliced up right now by Heineke. Heineke. By the way, Heineke is their COVID-19 quarterback. So essentially what some teams did this year was they said, okay, we're going to have our quarterbacks or we're going to have like one dude that's going to be a guy that's going to be permanently like in quarantine so that, and he's just going to be paid just in case if we need him. And Heineke now is that quarterback because they lost Kyle Allen and Alex Smith because Alex Smith has an injury. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, a calf injury. And they also, and Heineke just threw an awesome pass to McLaurin again for like 30 yards. And it's like, as, uh, like, literally, I talked about Tom Brady Tom Brady saying, like, it's not so simple as the team being talented and then they score a touchdown on that play. 
And then I talk about, like, how, like, Tampa Bay's defense has played really awesome this game, and then they give up, like, two big chunk plays. Like, Jesus Christ. Heineke is four for seven for 83 yards. It's like, can, can we stop him? Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, what was I talking about again? Not Heineke. Oh yeah, I was talking about Heine- yeah, I was talking about Heineke and the quarantine quarterbacks and like teams. They 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 essentially paid people to permanently stay in quarter uh, in quarantine just in case if like all of their quarterbacks had gotten COVID nineteen and they needed another quarterback. Um, I think the Broncos all I think I don't again the Broncos they didn't necessarily do that, but I think Seattle did it. Washington was another team that did it. That's why Heineke's playing tonight because all of their quarterbacks are hurt. Or in Dwayne Haskins' case, they released him. And, um, oh my gosh, Heineke, Jesus Christ. Like, the Bucks, they try to rush, an ex- they send an extra man on the rush, and I mean, Heineke, like a boxer, like slipped underneath him, ran for a first down, and now they're like deep inside Tampa Bay territory. Holy Jesus, man. I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, I, I was like, Heineke should be getting obliterated right now. And he kind of, like, low-key is. And summons is it like, his offensive line is, but he's making, like, a lot of really, really intelligent decisions, and he's not really, like, missing a lot of his throws. And they're shutting down the run game. Like, make no mistake about it. Tampa Bay's defense is shutting it down. They say, you shall not pass. The only issue is, is that they, um... You know, they haven't stopped the pass. Their coverage on the back end has been kind of terrible. So, hopefully, um, hopefully it won't be as terrible in the second half. So, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a quarter scored nine points. We'll see if they can score more. We'll see. So, as Heineke kind of uh, figures out, as we kind of look at the commercial break right here as I fast forward through it. So what happened today was absolutely atrocious for Seattle. Losing in that way to the Rams. And by the way, give a lot of fucking credit to the head coach of the of the of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay and Aaron Donald in the pass rush for the Rams. They destroyed the Seattle Seahawks today. They burst that bubble real quick. And now it's like, holy shit, Seattle has so much revamping to do. Like, they have so much. They have to fix their secondary, their pass rush. They have to, they they may have to fix, like, their only spots that they're fine at is safety. Like, it's, it's weird how bad that game was for Seattle. Considering, like, how awesome they were in the majority of their games, it was terrible how bad their games were. That game was specifically with Washington, not Washington. Um, with the Rams, like they couldn't. Like Russell Wilson was terrible. They couldn't find DK at all. And when they did pass, like, like there were so many times where I was just like, "Hey, can, like, figure out how to get DK Metcalf the ball more." Like, and I kept kept on saying like jet sweeps, quick passes, like essentially the same stuff that I was saying like all season long. I was like, "Get DK Metcalf the fucking football." And they would. So, anyways, speaking of getting DK Metcalf the football and Seattle not playing well, I mean, 
it's first and goal now. It was like third and 10. Heineke with pressure in his face. Tampa Bay blitzes. He throws an, a beautiful ball. I, like, who else played? John Warfield. Or Warford? I think that's what his name is. Warford? Hold on. Is this ball in? Yeah, that's in. Yeah, that's in. Like, John Warford, before he got hurt, he played surprisingly well as well. I was like, oh, that's like that's, a, that's an awesome job by him. And it's like Heineke, when there's pressure in his face and all this other stuff, like, he's playing... I mean, he's playing really well right now. Like, those first couple of series were really bad. But, like, I mean, he's ripping it and he's spinning it right now. I really, really like how he's playing. And, again, he's just making smart decisions. The interception really wasn't his fault. Ball got, again, the ball got batted in the air. Like, that, like that, that'll happen to, like, every single quarterback. But, man, like, Tampa Bay is kind of, like, struggling offense, like, defensively with Washington on this series right now when it comes to, you know, the passing game and things of that nature and the coverage. It's like, huh, like, this isn't, uh, this isn't very good. <clears throat> Showing Alex Smith and his 5-1 and one record as a starter. Does Alex Smith get a new contract? Interesting development, by the way. <clears throat> out of Washington Ron Rivera Cam Newton's old coach apparently there was like a report last week not by Adam Schefter but by like somebody else I don't know how much I believe this by the way um McKissick I think that's what his name 40 41 is doing like the Conor McGregor thing uh because he just scored a touchdown making it like six to nine potentially seven to nine anyways there was a report that came out like last week that said like apparently the Washington football team is interested in Cam Newton. Like, as a quarterback, which it's like... All right, if you want to lose a bunch of games. <laughs> I'm like, All right, I'm fine with having Cam as the, head co as the quarterback for Washington. I'm like, I, I... I did not like Cam at all in New England. Not because it wasn't a fit or whatever. They literally designed their whole offense around him, and they essentially did nothing. But more specifically because, like, literally, like, Cam Newton could not, like, he couldn't make the proper throws, man. He couldn't he couldn't make basic throws. And when I watched Cam, I thought, like, his, his, his throwing motion was going to get better. I thought he was going to develop more as a quarterback and things of that nature. No, he, no, not really. No, not really, man. He still really, really uh, struggled with. Easy throws. There were times where he, um, there's times where with like on schedule throws, he would, he would struggle with. There's other times where he would make really, really accurate throws. And to be honest with you, I still don't like his throwing motion. I feel like sometimes he still like fucking just muscles the football sometimes. And I'm like, the whole point in what I perceived in what I heard about his new throwing motion was that he was taking stress off of his shoulder because of how many times he, his shoulder was getting hurt. But when I saw him play, it was similar to the motion that he had in Carolina. I was like, that doesn't that doesn't look good. And I saw that for the, like the entirety of the season. I was like, how much did he change his throwing motion again? Anyways, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gearing up to go back onto the football field. And again, I 
started and stopped saying this. What do you think their mascot is going to be? Washington's mascot. Oh, it's a what? It was like a squib kick, supposed to be like an onside kick that literally did not work at all. That was terrible. Anyways, as I was saying, um, so Washington, apparently they're going to try and like figure out their mascot either this year or next year. They're trying to keep the whole like red thing because of the, the colors and like, I, I, here's the thing, right? I love the numbers on the side of the helmet. It looks like Alabama. It looks like college style football, you know? Like, I love that. I wish, I wish like, more teams wouldn't have their mascots on as much and would just, like, you know, and, and would have, like, the like the, the numbers on the helmet, you know? <clears throat> I think that would look kind of cool. I also think, like, I, like I, I don't really know what their mascot is going to be. I don't know what their logo is going to be. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's going to be, like, I, I, I don't know. I hate the owner. I hate the, the owner. I mean, borderline should be, and I kid you not, owner should, uh, Dan Snyder, borderline should be in prison. Not even joking. There's some really, really weird, like, at the very least, incredibly inappropriate in the workplace. Like, he's, like, recording girl. He's, like, asking for, like, nude girls, like, cheerleaders who are out of photo shoot. He's asking for, like, the outtakes when they're undressing. Like a fucking five-year-old, you know? He's, like, taping them as they're undressing and stuff like that. How, how do you, like, can I ask you a question? Like, I'm just thinking out loud, right? So, I'm like a normal dude or a semi-normal dude, right? The last thing that I would, like, ever fucking, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the last thing that I would ever fucking do as a billionaire is be a little creep and be like, hey, film the cheerleaders, you know, as they undress in outtakes. It's like, bro, like, I'm a billionaire. I could, li- like, I could go to, like, Russia and buy a prostitute. Like, literally. Like, if it's about sex, then, like, and, and I can't get any because I'm a billionaire and I'm socially awkward or something like that, or I'm Daniel Snyder and I'm just a fucking moron. Like, I would just buy a prostitute. Not even joking about it. Like, there's, you know, there's, like, like there's, like, legitimate, legal, like, ethical ways to do that, you know? In, like, other countries, in the States. It's like, whatever. It's like, but it's like, I don't understand this, like, I'm going to record somebody and then, like, jack off to it later. Like, I... Doesn't that seem weird? Am I the only one that thinks that's weird? And then on top of that, right? Because, like, 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 if I was me, if I was, like, not fucking Daniel Snyder, fucking creep. But if I was, like, me, me, if I was, like, a real person, if I was, you know, a billionaire, I would have, like, you know, social skills to be able to entertain women and stuff like that. You know, I, like, forget about the money. Like, that's just so weird. How fucking, like, how that worked, you know? He's like, I'm good. I'm just going to hire, not hire, but I'm just going to like fucking record girls undressing. That's so fucking weird, bro. Jesus Christ. It's like you have money, you have power. It's like you literally just couldn't fucking go to another country or go to a prostitute or like and get your dick sucked or get your dick wet. Like what the fuck's wrong with you? Is he married? Is that the issue? I don't know. Regardless, as I was talking about this like Coomer behavior, or not even Coomer behavior, this really, really weird behavioral out of Daniel Snyder. Tom Brady has been absolutely scorching and slashing up the Tampa, not the Tampa Bay, the Washington football team. 
He just threw another touchdown pass, probably Chris Godwin's first of his career in the playoffs. I'm telling you, man, like, Tom Brady has been absolutely spectacular in the last couple of weeks. Granted, this isn't necessarily a good football team. And now, by the way, the pressure isn't even getting to him anymore. Let me see this play again. Let me see it. One time for one time. Oh, yeah, they're in a big boy formation. They run play action. I think he's going to have Gronk block or no. That's just bad blitz. That's like a delayed weird blitz that Washington doesn't properly execute. And fucking Tom, uh, Tam- I was about to say Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just, I mean, fucking shreds that shit. It's 15 to 7. They haven't been able to stop. And then then apparently uh, the, the Bucks are going for two. Yeah, these, like, listen, he even had Mike Evans, like, he could have gone for Chris Evans, or uh, Mike Evans, excuse me, or Chris Godwin, Um, uh, but, like, Chris Godwin was the easier throw, Mike Evans he had on a, like, on a corner route, and all he had to do was just throw the fade, and then he would have been a touchdown, you know, it's like, I mean, like, literally he had two guys open for a touchdown on the exact same play, Washington's secondary is terrible, they're terrible, and to be honest with you, their linebacking core could probably use some help as well. And then they're just going to hand it off to the back, and he doesn't get it. Yeah. The reason why they're going for two is because uh, because it was close. Like, not close, but because it's like, you know, they could make it almost a three-score game. You know? Or a two-score game, technically. No, it would have been a three-score game. Right? Yeah, it would have been. Because technic- technically, they would have been up... No, it would have been a two-score game, right? Yeah, it would have been because it would have been seventeen to seven. Anyways, oh, Wendy's has new French fries. What are those? I hate their French fries. I mean, I don't hate their French fries. They just don't give you any French fries. Oh no, those are like morning breakfast stuff. What is this? What are those fries? Free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. This commercial is weird, man. This is like one of the weirdest commercials I've ever watched. What are those fries? Those fries look so much better than their old fries. They're like potato wedges. They're like the actual fries or like actual like good fries, I guess. I don't know. Anyways. Continuing forward. Oh, they had... Is that Giselle Bunchkin? By the way, I'm not a hockey guy, but apparently they had the, um, like, I guess, the hockey team that won the Stanley Cup in Tampa Bay. They had those, that team, um, apparently celebrating with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hold on. Apparently... Hockey is back. Sorry to all the hockey fans. I'm not a hockey person. I am black and from Texas. It's like literally the worst combination for for, for hockey games. Like, I don't ice skate. You put me on ice, I'm very, very awkward. There's Giselle Bunchkin right there. Yep. Goodness gracious. Anyways, they're showing. Did they win again? I, I'm not. I'm not only up and up on 
you know, on fucking hockey. But it's like, did the Tampa Bay team win? I'm not sure. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know anything about hockey. I will say this. I, I like. I love. I love sports. So yeah, I I love hockey as well. Like I saw a couple of hockey games, and I was like, oh, this is soccer except faster and shorter. Like the field, the rink is shorter, and um, like they still have like offsides rules and the action. It's a lot more faster because not because they're on ice, but because you know they're they're um they're um the field, the rink is shorter. And there's a lot more action. There's a lot more offense. There's a lot more defense over like hockey, not hockey, but like soccer players kind of just like slowly matriculating the ball up the field. And the pace of the game is like that of like chess, you know, where it's like chess, you can just take all, all day to fucking move one, one, one piece, you know, unless you're playing like a blitz game or something like that. But yeah, like I, I love hockey. I love the pace of it. It's a faster soccer, even though it, it, it literally looks nothing like soccer. You know, they're on ice. They're in skates. They have sticks. The you're, you're not even playing with a ball. You're playing with a puck. But still, like, the concepts are very similar. And, and I love passing and, like, basket. Like, it reminds me a lot of, like, basketball and stuff like that with some of the passing. Like, because soccer did the exact same thing to me. I was like, oh, this reminds me of basketball passing. So, anyways. Heineke's out there. Second and five, Heineke. After the kickoff, bang, play action, looks, he throws, dropped 89, or is it caught 89? No, it's dropped 89. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta figure out their coverage, man. Like, that's the one, like, like, this is Taylor Heineke. Imagine going up against Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or somebody else. It's like, goodness gracious, man. This is, uh, this is not very good. Like, they gotta play better right now, because they're getting smoked. In some instances, in other instances, they're not. But, like, the pass rush has been there. Uh, Heineke's actually pretty fucking mobile. Like, he's he's been running around. He's been ducking under dudes. He's been run, He's been scrambling. Like, he's been doing a lot, like, against... That's a first down. Against, like, more traditional passers, it, like, it would probably be... Like, it, w- it, it would have been a lot harder. Not harder, but the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers actually would have matched up better with some of the more traditional quarterbacks in the league. Um, but Heineke has been absolutely on fire today. Just through a nice... Like, he hasn't... Again, he hasn't missed a lot of his passes. And by missed, I mean, like, he hasn't... Like, he, he's been fine. Like, there's been some drops. There's been some batted balls. But, man, has Heineke been on one today. And then Antonio Gibson finally broke free. Got a nice 10-yard gain right there for a first down. Hold on. Let me plug in my computer. Sorry about that. And I will say this. This game is a lot closer than I would have uh, given it credit for. You know, um, not because the Washington football team's defense is spectacular or anything like that. They're getting smoked right now. But more specifically, because Taylor Heineke has been the surprise of the night. And he's been absolutely fantastic. He's had a fantastic game today. Second down now. Run like a jet sweep. 
I think on first down after the new set of downs to like Sims Jr. There's two Sims. 89 is like the wide receiver that looks like a tight end. And 15 Sims Jr. is the guy is like a shorter, stockier guy that they run like jet sweeps and stuff like that with. <clears throat> and yeah, they're seriously going after 24 now, unfortunately. They have another first down with Terry McLaurin against 24, and I mean, it's it wasn't even close. I will say this. Chase Young getting selected to the Pro Bowl? Uh-uh. No, sir. No, sir. I don't even think that I, I think he lacks development. And it's kind of showing in this game where he has been, like, it's been a lot of the, he plays on the left side or on the right side of the defensive end. So that means that he's going up against the left tackle because offensive and defensive lines are swapped. So if you're a left tackle, you're going up against a right defensive end. And if you're a right tackle, you're going up against a left defensive end. It's swapped, right? Um, he's been... He hasn't really gotten there. Like, he's either gotten there too late or he hasn't gotten there at all. And it's more been the guys on the right side or certain blitzes or, like, certain things of that nature that have kind of gotten in Tom Brady's face. But Tom's been fine all night. Speaking of Tom Brady, we may see him very, very shortly. I don't know how many times they've converted on third down, but it's third down again after a short run play with Antonio Gibson. I have no idea how many rushes he's had. But yeah, Tampa Bay has absolutely shut him down. Absolutely. They've destroyed um, the running game of the Washington football team. And now it's third and nine. They're showing JPP. They haven't gotten there yet. I don't think they have. They've gotten close. I think they're going to blitz here. Yeah, they do. Quick pass. Ooh! 24 came out of fucking nowhere and destroyed one of the uh, the coverage guys, 89. One of the guys, like, uh, the, the guy, the, the wide receiver, 89, I think. Davis. And then, bang. That's a great job by 24. That's a legal hit, right? The ball wasn't there yet. No, that's not. No, that that explains it. I'm like, he's, the ball wasn't there yet. So now it's fourth and nine. They got to punt it away. Ball wasn't there yet. He tried to make a tackle. He tried to make a play on the uh, on the wide receiver, and not the ball. So yeah, that probably was pi. And by probably, I mean definitely. And the ball was almost picked off too. By the way, that's not very good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Who's out there? They're showing one of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the sideline right now. It's Ronald Jones. It's Rojo. What's going on with Rojo? He hasn't been in on the game. I think he may be hurt. Hold on. Hold on. I don't 
so Rojo Ronald Jones is not playing. He's suited up. He's suited and booted. But um, they're just going to go with their guys, Leonard Fournette and the other guy. Rojo, Ronald Jones has been absolutely spectacular this season. He's one of the the more underrated running backs um, that the league, that, that's been, you know, been doing great things this year. And um, Ronald Jones, he's on the sideline. Apparently he has a finger injury and a calf injury. So, like, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him kind of going forward from here but considering like literally everything that they're doing right now with Leonard Fournette is fine like they're getting first downs they're showing Tampa Bay or not Tampa Bay it's it they're, they're essentially trying to uh to cause misdirection they're like hey we're running the ball we're running the ball we're running the ball and then they throw it down the field with Tom Brady that's probably what's going to happen you're probably like they got a first down so on the next drive or not on the next drive but on like for example it's first and 10 now you may see play action. And again, it looks like Tom Brady's under center. Yep, once again, you may see play action on this play. Maybe, maybe not. Bang. Yep, play action. Brady sets up a screen for Leonard Fournette. And, ooh, I mean, he gets a nice, like, chunk play. I mean, it's like a nice 20, 30-yard gain on that play. I thought it was going to be, like, a play action, take a shot down the field with, like, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or something like that. But it's play action setting up a screen. Blockers down the field, offensive linemen. That's always a pretty good option to have big boy linemen down there. You know what? As much as people, like, talk about, like, uh, as much as people are surprised whenever offensive linemen, like, you know, they get moving, they get down the football field. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Modern-day offensive linemen are pretty athletic. Like, when you look at those dudes, you, you see their guts sometimes, but they're in those, like, tight jerseys. But for the most part, like a lot of the offensive linemen in the NFL, they're they they can run. They they're they're bears, right? Whenever you see like a bear on like National Geographic, you wouldn't think that something that big that weighs like three to five hundred to in some cases like a thousand pounds, you wouldn't think that that thing would be able to run like thirty miles an hour, and it can, right? That, that's essentially what like some of the like Tristan Wirfs, he's the guy that jumped out of a swimming pool without like you know jumping out like a normal person like he freaking just like literally jumped and leaped out like he was fucking superman i mean some of these dudes are fucking these these dudes are athletes man they can lift weights and they can (laughs) jump out of swimming pools second down now three minutes 20 seconds left in the first quarter or in the first half by the way uh tampa bay is rolling right now like when i mean rolling right now they're about to score again. It looks like. Big shout out to the OC of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's done a fantastic job, especially down the stretch here. First, it's not first and 10. It's second and seven. Play action. Brady trying to take a shot here. Bang. Again to the tight end, 84, inside Washington territory. Shout out to everybody that said this game is going to be close, Right? And it's like, you guys don't watch Washington football, do you? You don't, do you? You don't, do you? This game is going to be close, my ass. It's like, oh yeah, they're getting to him, all right. This may be Tom Brady. And they put Gronk on Claypool, by the way. They're like, this. see, that's, that is the only thing that you need to know about Chase Claypool as a pass rusher. Again, a little bit overrated. He's a 
He's a good player in the NFL. But the fact that the dude, the dude can't beat a, def- a, a, a tight end. And Gronk's one of the best blocking tight ends of all time. He gets no credit. He gets some credit for his blocking capabilities. But yeah, Gronk is awesome as a blocking tight end. And, he's, and I kid you not, he may be one of the best of all time. And Gronk specifically on that play... That like uh, that that caused them to get all the way inside Washington territory. Like that play, one on one against Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool couldn't beat him. Or more specifically, his job wasn't necessarily to hold him for like five seconds. It was just in and out. Brady's Brady, Brady's like, oh, you guys aren't gonna get here in like three seconds. I'll just get the ball out of my hands in like two and a half. It's like the exact opposite of what I was talking about last week with Andy Dalton where he needs to get the ball in and out of his hands like super quickly because the pass rush is getting there or not, or not even getting there but the pass but but his offensive line is giving him enough time and he was just holding the ball for like 4 seconds which is how you just get your head taken off in the NFL. Meanwhile Tom Brady is just getting the ball out of his hands stupidly quick to the point in where Washington hasn't been able to touch him for the most part. Even on this drive, like, and by touch him, I mean, like, sack him. They've hit him a couple of times, but on this drive, he's now gotten the ball out so quickly they can't even, like, legally push him down. That almost was a touchdown. He's trying to give get the ball to Chris Godwin on, like, an in-breaking route. It's now third and goal. So we'll see what happens on this play here. I'm hoping. Touchdown. I'm hoping. But yeah, that was actually great coverage by 23 Darby. It was because he held. <laughs> he held him for the entirety of the route. And unfortunately, it hit, maybe not unfortunately, but it hit Chris Godwin in the hands and he just couldn't hold on to it. Third and goal. Oof. Trying to get the ball to Gronk in the back of the end zone. Try to get both feet in. Incomplete. Are they going for it on fourth down? Yeah, Gronk stepped out of bounds. He was against the linebacker 5-3. God, I love Gronk. Who doesn't love Gronk? He's such an awesome player. Oh, my gosh. So now the score is 18-7. They're up by 11. It's like the bottom of the first half. And Tom Brady is going, like, he, like, flawless. Absolutely flawless. Victory. It may as well be a fatality. Anyways. Problem hasn't been the offense for the, oh, there we go. There we go. I was like, problem hasn't been the offense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's been the defense. Defense has got to stop them. And they get Taylor Heineke on the first play from scrimmage on a sack. And there he is. And he fumbled it. It may have been. He may have fumbled it. They may. They're probably not going to rule it as a fumble. They may take a look at this. Hold on. Wait. Heineke. Oh, yeah. Ball's out. They need to take a look at that. That's a fumble. Ball's out. Right there. Right? 
Right there. Yeah, he doesn't have security of the ball. His right arm wasn't on the ball, and the ball pops out, like, out from under his crotch, like he poops it out. <laughs> and then it looks like Tampa, they need to look at that. They need to look at that. They do need to look at that. The ball's out before he's down. You can see the ball moving. They need to take a look at that. Yep, they will. They'll take a gander at it. I don't know if they'll overturn. I don't know if they'll overturn it. We'll see. They're kind of conservative on these types of things. But like, like they just like if if there's not obvious stuff, they won't to overturn it. If it's a little bit obscure, they won't. They have eyes like a blind man. They can barely maybe not like a blind man, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Yep. It's an obvious fumble. It's an obvious fumble, but like I knew they weren't going to call it as a fumble because it's not obvious enough, even though it was pretty fucking obvious. It's like the ball pops out. He didn't have possession of it, and then Tampa recovered. But it was it was obviously a fumble recovered by Tampa, but they don't have the guts to call it. Second and 16 at the 19-yard line of Washington. Drop pass, Sims. Third and 16. Now you're starting to see the wheels fall off of the wagon here. Taylor Heineke had a really, really awesome, like, couple of drives here and there. And now Tampa Bay has really started to key in on him. And now they're they're about to pin their ears back and uh, chop his head off, so to speak. One minute, 40 seconds left in the second quarter. And now they're like, ooh, you guys. You guys are giving us so much time to get down there. We got two timeouts. Two timeouts. Dang. Heineke, deep drop back, looks, fires. It's caught. But not for a first down. Edwards in coverage, Sims. Are they going for a fourth down? Are they going for a fourth down? No, they're not. They're going to punt it away. Tom Brady getting ready on the sideline. Here we go. Who is this? Oldest players to throw a touchdown pass. George Blanda. And Tom Brady. 1970 AFC Championship drive. There he is, Tom Brady, the oldest football player in NFL history to throw a touchdown pass. Are you surprised? Because I'm not. Jesus Christ. I will say this. I did doubt Tom Brady for a couple you know, for a couple of weeks. I was like, I don't know how good Tampa Bay is. Because they were really struggling. Again, this is a bad team, and they've kind of beat up on a b- bunch of bad teams. But um, but still, they're playing pretty fantastically. How does how's that not a flag? On Darby against Mike Evans, like Tom Brady was throwing it in Mike Evans' direction to say, "Hey refs, um, maybe you want to open up your eyes and realize my guy is getting uh, shoved to the turf as he's running a route." Pretty sure that's illegal in the NFL. Pretty sure you just can't tackle a guy as he's trying to run a route. Especially after he's five yards out, you know. Just saying. What's going on? Tampa calls their third and final timeout. It looks like one of their offensive linemen got hurt on one of the other plays. So it looks like they have to sub in another offensive lineman. Okay. I fast forwarded. They blitz. It's a weird delayed blitz. Where they have somebody, that's a that's a really 
really bad blitz. Let me explain why. So they have, it looks like somebody in like, who's like 10 yards out, like in an off coverage. And one of the linebackers is going to pick up whoever, whoever his man is. They're going to have somebody come down. Like he, if he's going to blitz, he's got to come down faster. He's got to, he's got to like stop playing so off and walk his coverage down. But because he's so far off, it's like, yeah, you know, the blitz is there, but it's not really a blitz because he's nowhere near, like he's, like, you're nowhere near it. So yeah, they're going to blitz with, it looks like four. They're going to rush with five. Chase Claypool, Chase Young, excuse me, drops back in a coverage. But they're going to blitz with the guy who's in coverage and with one linebacker and with three defensive line. Like, that's not enough. And it's delayed too. So it's like, oh yeah, like the the, the fifth guy who's essentially the guy that you that it's going to be hard to account for, like that guy, he's, he's out of the play. And it's exactly what I'm talking about, where it's like, yeah, like, you know, you're blitzing, your guys are kind of getting in the backfield, but they're getting nowhere close to him, and the ball is long gone, so you can't hit him. So, it is what it is. Like, I'm just looking at Washington, and I'm like, this is the team that... The Cowboys get to play twice a year next year. I can't wait. Another drop pass by Chris Godwin, but it would have been a hard catch to make. I'm not in the business, by the way, of being like, that guy should have caught that really, really difficult, hard catch. Like, I'm not in the business, you know? It's like, if I can take it easy on field goal kickers for, like, missing hard field goals, I can take it easy on wide receivers and quarterbacks for not making hard throws. It's like, they're hard for a reason, bro. Some people are going to be like, well, yeah, they should have made And it's like, well, no, they shouldn't have made it. Because it's hard. It's hard to make some... It's hard to do what they do. They're showing Chase Young. Yeah, he's getting beaten by 76 a lot. Like, Chase Young has not been impacted at all in this game. And the pass rush for Washington, like, it was red hot coming out the gate. Now it's stone cold. It's like a corpse. Brady gets sacked. But he took too long to throw the ball. It's not because, like, oh, my God, that awesome Washington football team pass rush had beaten all of his guys. Like, it's like, no. it's He, t- he held onto the ball too long. He's not very good at scrambling. It happened. It's like, yeah, but on that play specifically... It happened. <clears throat> Anyways. Fast forwarding. Washington's not going to do anything with the 30 seconds that they're going to get. But we'll still watch it. Score right now, by the way, 18-7. Washington at their own 10. Heineke, deep drop back. Check down. McKissick. McKissick. Kind of goes nowhere. Washington has two timeouts. They should just take the knee. Yeah, they're letting the clock burn out. They should just take the knee. Yeah, their clock managing is terrible. They got 10 seconds now, and the clock is still running. I don't know what they're doing. If they were really trying to score on this drive, they should have, like, called a timeout. So I'm just going to fast forward through the rest of this because they're not really going to do anything. I don't know why they didn't call a timeout. They had, like, 20 seconds, and then they just let the clock wind all the way down, and I'm like, um, maybe you want to call a timeout here. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. 
All right, let me fast forward through the rest of this. <clears throat> Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Titans, Bears, Saints, all tomorrow. Can't wait to cast them with you. Can't wait to show them with you. I will say this, though. Today w was and is probably better than yesterday. I loved uh, seeing the Bills play up against the Colts. This game is pretty uh, spectacular as well. It's not even close. It's 18-7. to Really, it shouldn't even be that close either. If you want my honest opinion about it. But um, we'll see what happens. Were they showing Bills fans in the stands crying? I think they were. I'm not sure. I can't blame them. Long struggle. Long struggle to where they are right now. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I don't blame them. I would, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Seeing that guy cry makes me cry. makes me want to cry as well. Let it rain. Let it rain. It's all right. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, Tampa Bay going up against Washington. I keep getting this weather report, and it's like, what's a winter storm? Because I keep fucking getting one. And it's been running on, like, literally all of my local televisions television um broadcast and like i shit you not it's been running all day long like winter storm winter storm winter storm what the fuck is a winter storm is it just a, a significant change in temper temperature what is a winter storm what is that a winter storm is an event in which varies varieties of of, of precipitation are formed that only occur at freezing temperatures such as snow Mixed rain and rain or freezing rain, rain that encounters frozen surfaces. So it's just snow. Why do they feel the need to tell me this? Like, and it's not even happening in my county. It's just happening in and around my county. Like, that's kind of the dumb thing. They're telling me, I live in Florida, so it's like, it's, you know, it's weird to not, like, to have something like that happen. But it's like, I mean, it's not even happening in my fucking county. It's like, why are you telling me this? I wish I could press a fucking button that gets it off it's like i get it winter storm uh winter storm watch can i get it off my television screen please anyways so the score right now is 18 to 7 ron rivera's quote is heineke is playing better but we need to run the ball better i i disagree I think that Heineke needs to be the focal point of the offense and the running game needs to be on the back burner. I don't think you're going to be beating... I don't think you're going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Heineke has a fuck ton of time, by the way, too. And he... Like, the coverage was finally there for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and nobody was open. Heine, like, you, you got to start running your offense through Heineke. Like, as, as much as they probably wanted to run the ball uh, through Antonio Gibson... Like they ran the ball through the Dallas Cowboy defense. Um, Todd Bowles is actually pretty smart. Kind of knows what he's doing. And uh, he has a lot of dudes that can stop you from running the football. May not necessarily have a lot of dudes to stop you from throwing it, but that's the guys to, you know, to get the job done. Second and 10, Heineke, deep drop back, quick pass, 17, McLaurin. First down. All right. I thought this game was going to be over with by halftime, so I'm pleasantly surprised that it's not. 
But one thing's for certain, Tampa Bay has been awesome, awesome offensively. Defensively, I mean, they gotta like they're playing a lot of zone too. Probably like, again because they don't have the guys, they don't have the personnel to play man. But it's like a lot of zone and things of that nature. Heineke, McLaurin, flags fly, probably for holding on the offensive line. Because ironically enough, even though Tampa Bay doesn't have the personnel to stop. Hold on. Hold on. Um, flags fly. It's probably holding on the offensive line, even though Heineke is pointing the other way. As like as I'm unmuting the broadcast, they're probably talking about how Heineke isn't like a backup somewhere or a starter in the league, and it's like, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Heineke. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I like Heineke. Hold on. Oh, no, never mind. It's offside on the defense. So, yeah, they're talking about Heineke because Heineke is playing fantastic. I don't know why he's out of the league. I don't, I don't know. But, again, yeah, I mean, he's playing awesome. He's playing a lot better. Let me put it to you like this. This game would have been already out of hand if Heineke wasn't. There's another awesome pass. There's another um, hole in the zone of Tampa Bay's defense. But again, right? Heineke's playing fantastic. Don't let that escape you. If he wasn't, this game would have already been over with. And I would have already have turned my television off. Maybe not turned my television off, but I would have already sped through the game. Because, I mean, this is pretty one-sided when it comes to the defense. Uh, when it comes to Tampa Bay's offense versus the Washington defense. Excuse me. But Heineke has been going back and forth with Tampa Bay's off uh, with Tampa Bay's defense. And Heineke is going to scramble. I mean, like shit like that where pocket collapses all around him. He finds that hole to run through and he just runs through it like a running back. And then he gets like four or five, in this case, three yards on first down. And he slides for, you know, for like, what is it? You know, for, I mean, he did, like he slides and he gets like three yards, right? He runs and he slides. Instead of taking a sack, he gets like three yards on a play. And it's like, I mean, he's been phenomenal. I'm not going to lie to you. This, like, if I were to, for example, to compare him to like Carson Wentz or even like Alex Smith, like, I don't think Alex Smith had this tight of a game Maybe ever in this season. Maybe. Yeah. Heineke's been awesome. What is this? They're showing Washington versus Tampa Bay in 1999. They're showing Washington losing to the Bucks back then with Tony Dungy. All right. Third and four, Heineke, deep drop back, looking, fires across the middle, almost picked again, off the hands of the tight end, 82, almost into the hands of 33. Heineke's like, shit, put him right on it. 
Heineke, bang, in his hands, out of his hands, literally hit him in his bread basket, his stomach and his hands. That's why you're playing DB. Can't catch the football. Get on, get your ass on defense. All right. They hit the field goal, making it 10 to 18, making it a one-score game. <clears throat> oh, yeah, here we go. Here's the I want Tom Brady thing that I knew was going to get blasted if they didn't destroy Tom Brady or if they didn't beat him. And, again, everybody was like, remember, everybody this week, if you watch the news cycle for, you know, sports and stuff like that, everybody was like, I think this game could be close. I think, um, and some people were even predicting Washington, Washington over the Bucks, And I'm like, you people either haven't watched Tampa or the Bucks, not the, uh, not the Bucks, Tampa or Washington. It's one or the other. You either have a false reception on one or the other. Because if you think Tampa Bay is going to lose to Washington or that they're going to struggle offensively, you are dead wrong, my friend. And they're showing the I want Brady. He's telling, he's talking about Tom Brady. He's telling him, I'm coming, I'm coming. Uh, apparently, no, he's not. <laughs> Hasn't sacked him. They've doubled him up. Holy shit, he's getting fucking moved. I mean, when I tell you Chase Claypool right now, damn it, Chase Young, when I tell you he's getting moved right now, he's getting fucking moved. Like this weird-ass pass rush where he kind of like stutter steps and he's, you know, trying to beat the left tackle by kind of like slowing down and stuff like that. Like that did not work at all. And then they're showing the double team with Gronk and Smith as well. And then they're showing Gronk by himself against Chase Claypool. It's like, and then they're also showing Chase Claypool against the left tackle. And they're like, yeah, that's not going to work at all. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, Chase Young has really, really fucking struggled against the Bucks, And it's like, guess what? You got Brady'd. There's got to be, or Tommed, or Tompa'd. You got destroyed by Tom Brady. However it, however it, you know, whichever one it says, which, whichever one sounds better. And now they're showing all of the, uh, the first round draft picks that, um, that they got. Right, Jonathan Allen with the 17th overall pick, and then they got Deron Payne with the 13th overall pick, and they got Montez Sweat, 26th overall pick, and then they got Chase Claypool with the second overall pick as well. So they're showing those four guys on the defensive line. Only team to draft four defensive line in first round four straight years since 1967. So a lot of fucking talent on that defensive line. First and 10. Yeah, but on, but they're not really winning. <laughs> like, there's a lot of talent. And again, it, it goes back to that quote that I was trying to mention with Tom Brady. Like, it's there's more to winning games than just being the most talented football team on the field, right? Or, you know, in this case, the the most talented unit on the football field right now. It's like, yeah, they're, they're all first-round draft picks, and it's like they're getting kind of destroyed by – you know, like Gronk, who I think was like a second rounder. Tristan Wirfs was a first. Like, I don't know the other offensive linemen, but they're doing a great job really just shutting down Washington's defensive line, plus their blitz packages as well. 
and Tom Brady trying to go deep for Mike Evans. That connection really hasn't worked tonight at all. And he tried to throw, I think, an out route or something like that, and Mike Evans just wasn't prepared for it at all. So now it's like third down. Even though they're up by eight points, I always talk about it like, I always say, hey, if you're up by 10 points, you should be scoring points. 10 or below, you should be scoring points. You're up by 14 points. You should consider maybe scoring some more points. Like, 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 like it doesn't hurt you to score more points in, in a football game. It really doesn't. It's like, imagine if in basketball, for example, right? I only like game-ending situations. Like, imagine in basketball, for example, right? They were like, you know what, guys? You can score less points and take more time off the clock, or you can score more points and still have, like, you know, like some time left in the game, right? Or a lot of time left in the game or something like that. Like, you got to score points, man. You got to score points. Ask ask Anthony Lynn and the Chargers how they feel about uh, not scoring any points and really throttling back their offense with Justin Herbert once they got a lead. Go back and watch the Saints game. See what happened then. It was bad. It was really bad. I was complaining about it all throughout the third quarter. I was like, why are you stopping your offense? Why are you throttling it back? Speed it up. Your offense isn't done. Got to score more points. And then the Saints won by scoring like, I don't know how many points in like the third and the fourth quarter. Chargers were only up by 10. They thought that that was insurmountable. And then the Saints came back from it. Because it's not. It's only down by, you're only down by 10 points. Handoff to Antonio Gibson. And he kind of goes nowhere. Like three yards. Again, they've shut him down. Now the Bucks defense has got to stop them right now. Washington football team outscored opponents in the second half each of the last 11 games. I don't know who their, who their opponents were. I think Dallas twice, the Eagles, the Giants maybe one or two times. I don't know. I don't know what Taylor Heidenke keeps on looking at the rest for. Like, he's, like, on second and seven, Jason Pierre-Paul, like, he bats the ball down. And, I mean, it's clean. It's perfect. And, like, Taylor Heineke, that's another really, really fucking smart decision. You know, some some cases, quarterbacks will try and catch their own deflected ball. What Taylor Heineke did was he just fucking batted it down. He just knocked it down. So that way he wouldn't lose yards because it's like you can't once you throw it forward you can't throw it forward again obviously on a play, so it's like he just batted it down instead of taking a sack or having some type of Willy Wonka fucking play. It's like and on third down he scrambled for a first down, but it looks like holding on the Washington football team. Yep, yep. I was like one of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just like quit on the play they were they were like looking at the ref and I was like yeah uh that guy is insane because Bruce Aarons and the defensive coach Todd uh, Todd Bowles they're gonna scream his fucking head off um or there is legit holding yeah oh my god yes (laughs) I'm like oh my god yeah it's on 9-5 it's like really he's he's looking at the rest he's like really bro like I'm 
I'm literally getting bear I'm getting put in like a guillotine right now. Like you don't like that's not holding. Third and seventeen. Heineke. Bang. Heineke. Deep drop back. Heineke. Check down. And that's going nowhere. Alright. Now we should have Tom Brady come back onto the football field. Make some magic happen. Bang. I think it's like they punted it inside the 10 or something like that. So it's going to be like pretty favorable position for Washington's defense. Not really favorable position for Tampa Bay's offense. You know, we'll see. Let me see this. They're showing maybe that Tampa Bay had touched the football. No, they didn't. Nope. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It was close. No, they didn't. One first and ten, Tampa Bay. They'll hand it off to Keyshawn Vaughn. Did they touch it? It didn't look like they did. And if they did, it was by one of their foots. Yeah, it was just a weird bounce. He didn't, he didn't touch it. Second and seven now. Eight minutes, 20 seconds left in the third quarter. 18 to 10. Tampa Bay has been really, they've kind of struggled a little bit in this quarter to score points. Let's see what happens. Bang. Brady, he's looking. He fires. Draw, another drop pass by Chris Godwin. That's like his third of the game. Like, he, I think he dropped, like, a really, really difficult pass, and then he dropped another low pass, and then he dropped this one. That's, like, his third of the game. It's like, like Chris, you, you got to focus, man. Third and seven. Brady speaking vehemently in his placard sheet. We'll see what happens. Eight minutes left. I wonder if, like, New England Patriot fans are, like, honest to God rooting for Tom Brady and they're, like, they're, they're watching the Bucks right now. Awesome catch. Awesome ball. Awesome catch. Sliding catch by Mike Evans, I think, his third or his first of the game. Great job by him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, Chase, Chase Young has been absolutely neutralized. Like, they're showing... Oh, yeah. And then, by the way, Mike Evans' is like fanny pack was being held on part of the route. But, yeah, they've neutralized Chase Young. Like, Chase Young is being completely and utterly... Like, they, they're trying to run a stunt with him and get a matchup against a guard. And then him in the center just double-team him and, like, one of his other teammates who were trying to get through uh, both of them. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, Chase Claypool... Holy smokes, man. Is he getting bullied right now? <laughs> he is! It's getting bullied by Tampa Bay's offensive line and their tight ends. Oh my gosh. Anyways, on first down, on the ensuing next, you know, couple of uh couple of plays. 
Uh, they're gonna give it to Keyshawn Vaughn for like six yards. Brady, he's waiting. Like he's like, hey, like the uh, the, the referee got in his way. He's like, hey, can I play football? And got out of his way. I'm watching Claypool. Yeah, Claypool wasn't not. Damn it. Ah, off the hand of Mike Evans, incomplete on second and four. Mike Evans wants a flag. I think. I think. Let me look at this route again. I think he was holding him. Can I get that stupid thing out of the way? That winter storm warning. Goodness gracious. I get it. It's in my area, but it's not actually in my area. Yeah, he's holding. But they didn't see it. Evans wants a flag. He's not going to get it. I saw Chase Claypool try to match up one-on-one. I don't know if he knows what he's doing with his hands. Are they going to show Chase Claypool? No, they're going to show Mike Evans. Fuller. Yeah, he's grabbing him. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, that's a hold. Yep. I like the top of his route. He ran like a stop and go. And once he went in his break, like that's when he held him. And that's when the ref should have thrown the flag. And then on top of that, the, the throw was actually accurate if he wasn't held. But he was. So it should have been a flag. They didn't throw it. The ref's fault, not Brady or Mike Evans' fault. Third and four. Brady, quick pass. Oh, my God. Somebody fell down. Quick pass to 84. First down, Chase Claypool. If I get Chase Young confused with Chase Claypool, know that I mean Chase Young. Chase Young, not involved. I'm watching him again. Against that left tackle, not even close. Not even close. And the thing is, right, even if you beat the tackle, which is why I hate the word, like, I, I, this guy can beat the left tackle. Like, if you get past him, it doesn't matter in, in some cases, like in the case with Tom Brady, because that's exactly what he wants you to do. He wants you to run past him and try to, like, wrap around, specifically because, right, because he's a pocket passer. He's not moving. He's not scrambling. And then Chase Young gets in and, uh, like, like it looks like Ronald Jones or somebody else. Who is it? Keyshawn Vaughn fumbles the ball at the end of this play. And then Chase Claypool comes in late. And then, like, that's a penalty. You can't, you can't, as, as a player, you can't start pushing people off the pile. That can incite a fight. That should 1,000% be a penalty on Chase Claypool. Damn it. I, I realized I said his name, like, three times. Like, Chase Young, but they didn't see it. Because this officiating staff is kind of blind to a lot of stuff. But yeah, like Keyshawn Vaughn, he fumbled. It happens. But it was a great drive that they were putting together. Did he fumble? Oh, yes, he did. The defensive lineman knocked the ball out as he was going to the ground. Like, that shit happens, man. Then another defensive lineman came in. Yeah, there it is. Kind of grabbed him and punched the ball out. Kind of grabbed his face mask, but, you know, it's legal. And, yep, Keyshawn Vaughn is irked with himself. He's had a pretty good rookie year as a, as a third running back, and his teammates are coming over him, probably talking to him. Ronald Jones, Rojo, he's kind of irked because he's like, bro, I'm, I want to play. It's like, Ro- Rojo, you're going to win tonight. Devin, you're going to get Devin White back. Relax. They're back. They're Washington. First and 10. Quick pass over the middle. It's caught. Sims. The big one, not the little one. 89. Sorry about that. 
Brady looking at his Microsoft Surface tablet being like, well, um, probably don't really have to do anything besides not have the running back fumble. Five minutes left in the first quarter. Antonio Gibson gets the ball. I just realized I've been sitting or standing for like over an hour and a half. Let me kind of sit down here. I will say this. I did those hills on like Thursday and I took off. I'm probably going to take off tomorrow when it comes to exercise. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's like, you know, I kind of started exercise again. It kind of helped get my knees right because my knees have been fucked up because of how much I've been sitting down and stuff like that. I promise, like, I, I did those hills, like, on Thursday, and it's like, I I feel good to go, man. Oh, my God. There's so many missed tackles on Heineke. There was, <laughs> there was so many. He just ran straight through the entirety of the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, man. Straight up just ran straight through it. Like, the pressure was coming, the pocket collapsed, and then he just took off. One missed tackle, two missed tackles. Then he slid, and then one guy came in. It was Antonio, Antoine Winfield Jr., excuse me, who hit him as he slid. That's super dangerous. We know from Joss Wolford. You know, it's like, I don't like that at all. And now, Washington is kind of like, they're kind of knocking on the door. They're saying, hey, we're still here. It's 18 to 10. Remember that. Because... Really, Tampa, like, I mean, that turnover, that fumble was kind of key. They could have gone up two, two scores. Now they're kind of, they're looking at it. They're looking at it, and they're saying, like, we could have been up two scores, and now we're potentially going to be down. Or not down, but up by one point. <clears throat> this referee staff has been pretty inactive, I will say this. Like, stupidly inactive. Is this a horse collar tackle? I'm I'm watching it. Eh, it's not really. It's not. Hold on. Yeah, it's not a horse collar tackle. That's just a bad call. It looks like it is because he like he grabs him. He's coming up from behind and he grabs him from like the front and then he like pulls him down. But it's not actually from the horse collar. But it looks like it is. But I was like, that's not a horse collar tackle when I saw it at real time. But I I don't know what the refs are seeing. Oh, my God. And then number 89 tries to hurdle a guy, and then he essentially kicks him in his face. Sims. I was like, didn't Antonio Brown do that, ironically enough? Like, did he try to do it to Antoine Winfield Jr.? And I was like... Wait, didn't Antonio Brown do that? And then on top of that, right, didn't he, like, didn't he get penalized? Oh, yeah, and Antoine Winfield Jr. wasn't having any of that. He fucking, like, like I mean, he got him in the air and then shoved his ass to the turf. Second and four. Heineke, bang, handoff, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, they, they're, they're getting after Antonio Gibson. By the way, they're inside the 10-yard line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay has got to do something to prevent them from from uh, from scoring here. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. 
Everybody trying to do something, trying to prevent Washington from scoring here. Third and five. Two minutes, 25 seconds left. Heineke, deep drop back. Got fucking pressured again, but not sacked. He may run for a touchdown. I think he did. I think he got it, and they're signaling that he got a touchdown Washington. He had a lot of space to run through or to run to. And, I mean, he fucking reached out, and he got it. I mean, Tampa Bay has been pressuring him a lot, but they haven't fucking got there, and he takes off, and he stretches out for it. One, two, bang. That is a touchdown. <clears throat> they're showing Heineke, and they're going for two, by the way. Let me see it. I don't think they're going to get it. Tampa Bay, their offense has got to score on this next drive. And by score on this next drive, I mean score a touchdown on this next drive. Yeah, they don't get it. Okay, cool. So, pretty good drive by the Washington football team. Taylor Heineke. Who does, who does Tampa Bay play next week, potentially? They either play up against the Bears or the Saints or the Rams. I kind of like that because Drew Brees is immobile. Mitchell Trubisky isn't very good. And then the Rams, hmm, at quarterback. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So now Tampa Bay is going to get another shot at it. Chase Young has not gotten anywhere close to sniffing at Tom Brady's asshole, let alone tackling him. And Brady's going deep. Chris Godwin, and he drops it again. That's his fourth drop of the game. And some of these drops are like, like that drop? That was catchable. That was 1,000. He was wide open too. That was a catchable pass. Going up the field. Cuts back. That should have been a catch. He hits him in his hands. Just loses focus on where the ball is. And then for some weird reason, Washington had a matched up against a linebacker. It's like, what? like what's going on? What's going on? Second and 10. Brady, a lot of time. Quick pass. There you go. Over the middle for Chris Godwin. That's money. Love Chris Godwin. Short memory. Third and three. Let's see what happens here. Hmm. <clears throat> Chris Godwin has four receptions for 63 yards. He, uh, To be honest with you, if he caught half of the passes that he dropped, I kid you not, he would be he would be over 100 yards probably by now or getting close to it. He's only at 60. He should really have more. He's been, he's been pretty awesome when he's caught balls. It's when he hasn't. That's been the issue. Speaking of catching passes, 84 for Tampa Bay. He's been fantastic. Great for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He just caught a 30-yard. Where was he? He was lined up inside the slot. He took off. Broke on the inside. There he goes. Easy money. 
Chase Claypool, MIA. Got a lot of game. And listen, man, think about defensive ends and pass rushers in a game like this where you're only down by two points. One play, as I learned in the Super Bowl, one play fucking breaks the bank open. And again, thing is, that Keyshawn Vaughn fumble really kind of turned the game on its head because Tampa Bay was really fucking rolling. They were rolling down the football field against Washington all fucking game long. And it's like that one, that one play, Keyshawn Vaughn, that fumble really turned the game on its head. It's like the bottom of the third quarter. It's like second and five at the 40-yard line of the Washington football team. They're going to get another play, play action. Brady looks, throws over the middle. Beautiful job by Mike Evans. End of the third quarter. All right. And it's another first down. And now they're like deep inside Washington territory. So now it's again picking off right where they left off. And again, like two more like really, really good executed drives by Washington. Or not Washington. um, Tampa will probably ice this game. Like that's kind of the reality of the situation. Like just two more drives, including this one, obviously. The game's done. 15 minutes left in the ball game. Tom Brady, bang, looks, fires. It's caught. Leonard Fournette for like eight yards. Inside the 15-yard line of the Bucks, And I'm telling you, man, that I want Brady, I want Brady, I want Brady. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily you know, going so well for uh, Chase Claypool. And again, man, like this, this is probably... I haven't seen, like, all of his tape. I haven't seen all of his games. Probably his worst game, like, ever in the league. They're just, he's just, like, they're, they're, like, there's times where he is matched up one-on-one against that left tackle, and he just, it's just not even close. I'm watching him again. Brady gets sacked by Deron Payne. I think maybe miscommunication by the offensive line because he just ran, th- ran free. Like a free-range chicken. Yeah, they just let him through. The guard and the center. I think he was Larson's responsibility, the guard. Yeah, and Tom Brady sees it and he just falls. Because he's like, I don't, like, I'm not even going to try and throw the ball. Third and seven. Brady. Bang. Quick pass. Ooh, bad pass. Antonio Brown. Right, that was a good drive. <clears throat> They're sending their kicker out for a 38-yard field goal. And he gets it. I'm like, I would hope so. It's a 38-yard field goal. Like, How do you not get a 38-yarder? Twenty-one to sixteen is the score right now. Heineke coming back on the football field. Let's see what happens. They're showing Mike Tarico and Tony Dungy. I don't know why, and to be honest with you, I don't really care. Heineke 
on first and 10, play action, throws the ball on the turf because 5-6 was running after him mercilessly. I will say this. Heineke's jersey is a lot more dirt is a lot more dirtier than Brady's. He's been sliding, he's been running, he's been jumping, he's been, you know, trying to <clears throat> trying to make plays. And I mean, he's just getting yikes. He's he's just been getting battered and bruised. Second and ten, Washington, quick pass, Antonio Gibson. Uh uh-uh. uh. He's essentially been neutralized. You know what this game reminds me of? Every single New England Patriots game, right? Where they just like take away your strengths. They've taken away Antonio Gibson. They've taken away Chase Young. And they've said, Taylor Heineke beat us. And he kind of has. And then they also say, hey, um, Antonio Gibson, you're not playing anymore. Or not, you're, uh, or not, you're not playing anymore. Uh, 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 Chase Young, you're not playing anymore. You're not getting anywhere close to Tom Brady. They're like, Deron Payne, all of these other guys, you beat us. And they haven't. And now Taylor Heineke, I mean, he's getting just destroyed. Like, now it's fourth and nine. Man. I mean, Heineke, he's kind of like, he is, he's really, really grimacing right now. And he's been tough and he's been hanging in and he's been, what's going, what's going on? Yeah, Heineke hasn't, uh, Heineke has not been having a pleasant time this quarter. But yeah, I mean. Heineke's been the only reason why why Tampa Bay hasn't, like, just ran away with this football game. This game probably should have been, like, scoreless for Washington. And they're only down by five. Brady? Let's see what he's going to do on first and ten. Play action. He's winding up. He wants to go deep. Ooh! Mike Evans with an absolute... Oh, no, Mike Evans. Mike Evans with an absolute, just one of the best catches I've seen all year long. A sliding grab. His body was awkward. He's in so, his, his body was was in an awkward position as he was going down and catching the ball, and he caught it. He's on the sideline right now getting evaluated. Hopefully he's okay. Oh, there's a beautiful hole. Oh, my God. What a beautiful hole by the offensive line. And now, do you want to know what? What Washington's off uh, or defense did? They tapped out. No moss. Claypool getting moved and pushed around by the left tackle, Smith. And again, I've been watching Claypool on some of these snaps, and it's like, listen. And Heineke's going back to the locker room with his left hand, kind of limping a little bit. Because he's like, I got to get back so that way we can get some x-rays probably done or something like that. I don't know. First and 10 for... Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hand off to Miller on a jet sweep. He's got eight yards, maybe 10, depending on where they spot it. They're deep inside Washington territory, by the way. Like deep, 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 deep inside. 
to the point where they're about to uh to pretend they're they're about to be in scoring distance. They're about to score a touchdown here. A lot of people, you know what? I saw Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator for the Colts. I did not like his game plan against the Bills. I didn't like that at all. They could not stop the pass all game long for the Colts. And you want to know what I didn't like about the um the Bills, their offensive coordinator? I didn't like his game plan against the Colts either. Like there were times where they were just trying to run the football against the Colts and I was like Josh Allen has been absolutely unstoppable. And then for the Colts, there were other times where they just could not cover properly against the Bills. And it's like these two guys are the two top coordinators that people are are talking about when it comes to um when it comes to the, when it comes to like you know when it comes to like uh, a, a head coaching position I'm like why isn't the Bucks offensive coordinator kind of in consideration because he's probably had the best day I'm just saying anyways. First, a dead at the 22-yard line of the Washington football team. Chase Claypool finally beats. Oh, beautiful job by Brady finding Thomas inside the four-yard. Mike Thomas on this drive has been absolutely spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. And again, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Absolutely underrated because he's played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And on this play, Chase Claypool... Like it, like it doesn't chase young. It doesn't matter who he's up against, whether he's up against the right guard, the right tackle, the left guard, the left tackle. Like he has found no success with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line. Then Brady steps up and he fires a beautiful bomb to Mike Evans. And I mean, he just catches it, secures it, gets tackled hard, by the way, for first down. And now it's first and goal. I hope they get Mike Evans a touchdown here. His first playoff touchdown. But I also want them to score, so that way they win. <laughs> yep. Sees the pressure because of his drop back. And then he just evades it. And then he just throws a beautiful ball. And it's like, again, the whole pressure thing against Tom Brady, overrated. Over. It's like you don't think he's learned from playing up against the Giants twice and losing to them twice. You don't think he's heard the whole Tom Brady can't beat pressure and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Who did he throw that ball to? 84 Brait just literally came out of nowhere. No idea how Tom Brady found him. It may have been like a sidearm baseball catch. It was oh, it was an awesome throw by Brady. That was an awesome drive. And that's what I would have expected from Tom Brady and the Bucks all game long. I mean, just an easy drive for them. Did he catch it? Oh, that's a beautiful ball. That's a beautiful catch. Ooh. Ooh, he may not have caught it. The ball may have hit the ground as he was, like, trying to secure it. It's, like, inches from the ground. But, it, I mean, real time, like, it's a small, slight adjustment. It was enough to probably overturn it. And they will overturn overturn this, but, you know, because, you know, for some weird reason, refs have a hard on for overturning touchdowns. But they can't recognize um, when teams fumble the football. So, just saying. Brait on the touchdown pass. Calls reversed as, you know, as it should be. 
Brady under center handoff. Fournette, his first touchdown of the year, and he's doing the giddy. He do, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing. I'm like, I thought I was the only brother that that couldn't dance, but Leonard Fournette, luckily, he is he's another brother that, that can't dance. He's trying to do the giddy, but or the gritty. There he is, Mike Thomas, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, for this drive, has been absolutely money for the Tampa Bay, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <clears throat> Hold on. I got to ask you a question. All right. If Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, do you think they retire his jersey? Probably not, right? But, like... I mean, his, like, I don't know if New England retires jerseys. I don't think they do. But, like, you, you gotta, you, like, nobody is ever gonna wear 12 again in in New England, retired or unretired. But it's like, what about in Tampa, right? That'd be kind of weird if you were to put on that jersey and everything that it would represent. I don't know. I mean, they still got a long way to go before winning a Super Bowl, you know. They gotta win this game, for starters. But then on top of that, they gotta go up against... I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I think right now, the Packers, I, I had Seattle being like one of the best teams in the NFC, and they're out, and potentially going to the NFC championship game, and they're out, obviously. I'm not lying to you, man. I think Tampa Bay and the Packers are probably what you're going to see in the NFC championship right now. I don't see the Bears, like... Like, they're not going to go up against the um, the Packers. Tampa Bay may go up against the Saints. That would be a fun game. Or the Bears. And if they go up against the Bears, or or it's it's either going to be up, uh, up against, like, regardless of who it is, by the way, shout out to Heineke, he's back in. Regardless of who it is, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to match up pretty well. Whether it's against the Bears, the Saints, or... The Rams, like, I think they're going to be fine. They played a really, really solid football game today. You know, besides, like, letting Taylor Heineke essentially do whatever he wants. But they played a really, really solid football game. Like, this is, this is playoff football. Like, this is, like, this will, this will work. This will fly, like, literally everywhere in the NFL. Heineke trying to operate here on second and two. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if any game, like the Saints versus the Bears is probably going to be one-sided in favor of the Saints. I would be really surprised if the Bears beat the Saints tomorrow. Same thing kind of goes with um, with the Browns versus the Steelers because of COVID in the Browns. I think the Browns are going to get smoked tomorrow. And then what else is going on? Right, Ravens versus Titans is probably the more interesting game of the day tomorrow. That's going to be so much fun to watch that football game. Antonio Gibson, rookie for the Washington football team out of Memphis is non-factor. He's a non-factor. It is eerily similar to the Patriots philosophy where they just took away Antonio Gibson and then just 
took away Chase Young, and then they said, somebody else beat us. Taylor Heineke is, or was kind of beating them, but now they're down by two scores, so. Uh, not so much anymore. Heineke going deep. Seam route. Number, like, Heineke, I'm not going to lie to you. Heineke's plays his ass off today. I don't necessarily know if he, like, he, he should be on a football team next season. An NFL football team. He's played fantastic. Today, bang. I mean, that's a great ball to 89 Sims. And, I mean, again, he really hasn't had a lot of mistakes. He really hasn't. First and 10, Heineke, quick pass, 82. For like four or five yards. Second down now. Seven minutes, 13 seconds left in the ball game. Heineke trying to operate, trying to make some magic happen. Heineke, 19 of 32, 244, six rushes, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Heineke, quick pass, Antonio Gibson. It's tackled out of bounds. Six minutes left. Six minutes, 54 seconds left. 28 to 16 is the score right now. I think they're either inside Tampa Bay territory or getting pretty damn close to it. Let me see it. They're showing Scott Turner, the OC for the Washington football team. Third and three. Yeah, they're inside Tampa Bay territory. They're at the 33-yard line in Tampa Bay. Heineke, deep drop back. That's a great job by Heineke. Deep drop back, quick pass to Thomas, Logan Thomas. thing that I just saw about Tate, like, yeah, Heineke should definitely be in the league. Like a backup. I don't know, a starter. But... I don't know about us being a starter, but yeah, he's he's played a really, really solid game today. Like a great one, actually. He's five for five on this drive. He has an interception, but it wasn't his fault. And considering like how anemic the running game has been and how essentially he literally cannot rely on the running game and how he's essentially had to like throw the ball all over the yard. And, you know, they got the game within like a couple of points, I like, I think says a lot. And also considering that his defense has not all day long been able to stop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, that's also another thing that I need to point out. His defense has sucked. They were talking about, they want Tom, they want Tom. Well, they fucking got Darth Vader himself of the evil empire. And they haven't been able to stop him. They need Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's not coming to save them. May Darth Raiders reign Rain for a very long time. AKA Tom Brady, obviously. Anyways. And another like awesome throw to McLaurin. McLaren? McLaurin? Like the car. Heineke. Trying to throw an end zone past Logan Thomas. And again. They're now like inside almost the 10 yard line of Tampa. So, again, it's been a really, really solid drive by Heineke and the, and the Washington team. Second and 10. Break the huddle. Alex Smith on looking. Heineke. At his own, at, at Tampa's 11-yard line. 
Heineke, bang, they snap it to him. Heineke, deep drop back, looking over the middle. Pass broken up by David or Davis. David, 5-4. Four minutes, 57 seconds left in the ballgame. Bang. Heineke looking, looking, looking. And complete. Yep. Yep. Third and ten. Heineke got a trying to make one final play of the game potentially. Deep drop back, looking, tosses it up. Mmm. Moneyball. Moneyball. Number 15, Sims Jr. On the touchdown reception for Washington. 22 to 28 before the field goal. Yeah. That was a nice little fade route to number 15. And he drags that foot. And that's a touchdown. That's a great job by Taylor Heineke. Yeah, they shouldn't review this. This is unreviewable. It's easily a touchdown. Oh, wait. He may not have secured the ball. Yeah, he may have, like, it's the it's the Brate catch, right? Where Brate had, like, readjusted to the ball, like, once he had caught it, and that, like, small readjustment caused him to not, like, technically catch the ball. And so there it is. Like, Sims kind of did the exact same thing to Brate. I don't know if they're going to overturn it, but it looks very similar to the break catch. But they don't overturn it. Of course they don't. I kid you not. I still am getting the winter weather storm. And it's like, dude, I get it. There's a winter weather storm with a lot of precipitation and shit like that in the area. I don't need like a three hour alert. I really don't. Anyways. Brady at his own 23-yard line. They load up on the defensive line. Leonard Fournette gains like two yards. They're just trying to ice the game. Five-point game here. I mean, it is, again, in Washington's grasp right now. Second and eight. They do have to burn time, but I always talk about it here. Most important thing that you got to do is get first downs. So that way you can keep the drive alive, extend the drive, burn as much fucking clock as you possibly can. You don't really need a score here, but you definitely need to burn clock. And it's not just running the football. That's a way that you burn clock. It's actually also taking a shot downfield for Mike Evans for like 30 yards. And, <laughs> and like... Fight like Mike Evans is on one today, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, it's not just like running the ball; it's taking a shot down the field on play on second down for like 30 yards for like a first down. And I think finally, like Chase Claypool had gotten there, like you know, like quick enough where he was able to like finally tackle Tom. And there he goes, Mike Evans. Beautiful job by him. 
He now has uh, – he's now over 100 yards. So, hopefully he gets a touchdown here. I don't know. Handoff, Leonard Fournette. Ooh, has the edge. He's taking it up the field. He slides in bounds, too. That's what I'm talking about. Three minutes, 48 seconds left. So, it's 28 to 23 right now. All you got to do is hit a field goal and you're up by eight. And you make it incredibly difficult for Washington to win this football game. And Washington will take its first time out. I'm actually almost caught up to the live broadcast here. Sean Baker Mayfield going up against Roethlisberger. I don't think that's close. A little bit of context about the... Um, the Steelers versus the Browns, like, last night or last week. This should have everybody who picked the Browns pissing themselves. They didn't play T.J. Watt, who absolutely destroyed Baker in, like, the first time that they met. They didn't play T.J. Watt. They didn't play Ben Roethlisberger. Mason Rudolph almost beat them. I'm just saying, it's going to be a lot harder than, uh, than what it was last week. They're not obviously at full strength. They don't have Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. But yeah, they're going to be way better than they were last week. So we'll see what happens. Brady under center right now, second and nine after a one-yard run, trying to get the clock going. But Washington called a timeout. Play action. Brady looks. He gets sacked. Yep. Drawn pain again. It looks like maybe some type of a miscommunication by the offensive line. Because, I mean, he was, like, literally in the backfield, essentially, once Brady went through play action. What happened? I think it may have been on the right guard again. Just miscommunication. Yeah. Yep. Yep. May have been, like, a stun or something like that, but they didn't communicate properly. <clears throat> Which is really, really bad that they got a sack, because now it's third and 18. And there's three minutes, 40 seconds left in Washington. They did burn all of their timeouts. Chase Claypool is off the field right now. Probably because, God, they have a fire on the Washington side. Like one of those heaters. It's like going, it's like a fire. It's like a fire fan. But yeah, Chase Claypool is on the sideline right now. Probably because he hasn't been able to actually generate pressure on Brady all game. Hold on. Hold on. So, apparently Chase Young is now hurt, which kind of fucking sucks for him because he's, you know, he's had a, a great season for a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's literally not had a had a quarterback hit all game. Ooh. Chris Godwin. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. Getting up a little bit limpy. After a really, really nice throw and catch by him. He's had some drops in this game, man. But um, lucky for him, he, he gets up. I don't know if he's hurt or not. But um, he kind of, like, tried to hurdle somebody. And I think he got hit in, like, the ankle as he was hurdling. So, dang. Uh, that's so, that's really close. 
37-yard field goal is good. It's green. 31 at 23 is the score right now. Two minutes, 49 seconds left in the ball game. Yikes, was that close. Good. And by close, it was like it slipped through barely the left upright, man. That was so close, man. Holy shit. Heineke throwing the old pig skin on the sideline, and they're showing a lot of Heineke highlights right now. Heineke absolutely having a ball right now. And he picked off right where he left off. Throwing an absolute beautiful pass to Terry McLaurin. Flags fly on the field, though. Probably on Tampa for holding, right? Let me see it. Holding. Yep. Yep. But it went for like 15 yards, the pass. So it was good for like a first down. Is it good? Did they catch it? Did he catch it? I don't know. Yeah, he did. First and 10, 41-yard line of the Washington football team. Bang, Heineke, deep drop back, looks, fires. It's caught. Number 89, Sims, another flag flies, probably holding on the defense. Or is it all on the offense? Everybody's stopping on the offense. Hold on. Holding. Yep. Defense again. Damn. It's like on 5-5. It was on somebody else. It's like Tampa. Like Tampa. Just like. Oh, my God. It was 30. It wasn't 5-5. It was 35 who, like, literally just held Terry McLaurin for the entirety of the route. So now it's first and 10. 49-yard line of Tampa. And Heineke wants to go for 89 Cam Sims. Apparently, that's his name. Number 89, the big-ass wide receiver. Throwing a little bit behind him, and Tampa was in coverage, and they made a play. I'm not going to lie to you, man. This game is close, and I put this in air quotes, because Heineke has played phenomenally. But... This really should have been a blowout. Like, weirdly enough, beyond, like, maybe, like, Tom Brady and Josh Allen, like, Heineke has played probably the best of any quarterback this weekend. Like, I mean, like, it's controversial, but it's very true. Like, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, John Wolford, and not play very well, and I mean Philip Rivers, he kind of he kind of did, but Colts offense really didn't do a whole lot all game. Oh yeah, and there we go. There's McKissick, forty-one, the running back for the uh, for the Washington football team, known for dropping passes. Just dropped another one right there. So I thought it was like. No, really, really nice reception. He never had that ball. Oh, no, he did. It should have been a fumble, actually. I'm showing the replay again. Yeah, he doesn't catch passes very well. 
as a running back. But, I mean, he's a running back, so, you know. Heineke. Whew! Gets sacked on the play by number 5-4. I don't know his first name, but it's David for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on third down. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will do it for the game. There's literally no way that they'll win it. They got to, like, like, they're behind the logo right now. So they're back in their own territory. It's, like, fourth down now. Fourth and 21. 21? One? 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 21. Fourth and 21. And they're going for it because, obviously, they do. They're down by eight points. They have to. You know, they're out of timeout. So, you know, Tampa Bay will just kneel it down. And that'll be fine. And that'll be the end of the game. So they got to go for it on fourth and 21. It's ironic, isn't it, that Tampa Bay's pass rush got there, you know, got to Heineke kind of at the end of the game when Heineke's pass rush didn't like at all for the entirety of the game. Throws a pass up for grabs. That's the end of the ball game. Tampa Bay will just kneel it down. Solid performance by Tampa Bay. A lot of them are going to get, a lot of people are going to get flack. For Tampa Bay's defense, just Taylor Heineke played awesome tonight. Like, I don't think Drew Brees is going to play this awesome against Tampa Bay's defense. I don't think they're going to play. Like, I don't think the Saints, the Bears, or the um, whoever else is there, whoever, like the Rams, are going to play this good against Tampa Bay's defense. I really don't. I mean, obviously, the Saints beat them twice this year, but. I mean, maybe they're the Saints or their kryptonite or whatever, but I'm not really, like, that skeptical on things or whatever like that, where it's, like, literally, literally, like, you know, depending on, like, 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 I don't think, like, I think Tampa Bay played badly twice. I don't know why, especially against the Saints twice. But, yeah, like, this was an awesome win for Tampa Bay, especially considering, like, how badly they've, they've played for, like, the last, how bad they were for, like, 20-plus years. Yeah, this was this was a pretty solid performance performance by Tampa. Tom Brady will just kneel it down once again. Tampa Bay Buccaneers first postseason win since Super Bowl thirty seven. That was in January of two thousand three. We'll play at Saints. Hold on. Will they play at Saints or host Rams in divisional uh in divisional? So, yeah, if the Saints win tomorrow, they'll go to the Saints. And if uh, the Bears win, they'll play up against the Rams. Oh, that'll be fun if Tampa Bay gets a home game. Now I'm kind of hoping that the Saints lose, even though I predicted that the Bears would win. But who knows? The Seahawks, they got absolutely eviscerated today by the Rams. That was absolutely terrible. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. So, Jay's Claypool giving much respect to Tom Brady. And they're both talking to one another. Definitely not the best idea to go after Tom Brady. Again, like Chase, like I like like Chase Young is a good player. This was nowhere close. He was nowhere close to Tom Brady. Like ever. Ever. This game. He had zero quarterback hits, zero sacks. He pressured him, like a lot of people are going to talk about pressures, but pressures literally 
don't matter in the NFL against a dude like Tom Brady. Like, you don't think he's ever been under pressure? You don't think he's literally, like, ever been chased after by a defensive end? Because he has. He has been thousands of times. He just deals with it literally better than the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL. <clears throat> I think pressure is so overrated. Fucking hit the guy. And they just never could. He'll just get the ball out stupidly quickly. That was a lot closer than I thought it was. All thanks to uh, that guy, Taylor Heineke. You know, overall, pretty solid game by Washington. Uh, pretty solid game by Tampa. We'll see Tampa Bay next week. We'll see who they got to go up against next week. Hopefully, the uh, the next team that plays up against them doesn't have a guy on the team that says, uh, I want Tom Brady, I want Tom Brady, I want Tom Brady. That's not necessarily going to end well for you. If you talk about wanting Tom Brady, because he'll want you. He'll like, okay, bring it on. Bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, pretty much where you can find any podcast. You can find my podcast, 24's podcast. I got to be. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to go eat some pistachios, watch some office. I was going to make some bacon tacos, but I was like, eh. You know what? I deserve a treat. That's what I'm going to do. Is Domino's open? Is it open? I think Domino's is always open, right? They're open at like 1, right? But it's like literally midnight. Yeah, they close at 1 a.m. No, I'm not going to be fat. I'm not going to be undisciplined. I'm going to eat my pistachios and... Go to sleep, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back tomorrow to cast the other three games. Browns versus Steelers, Ravens versus Titans, Saints versus Bears. Can't wait to get into all that new action tomorrow. That's Sunday action. Until then, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Texting on your way to work and now your brain's on the dash. We all powerless, especially people think power lasts. I ain't cowardice, but sometimes wish I live behind a mask. Cause facing this world is such a rigorous task.